Today's episode is brought to you by Batch Dialer. Receive unlimited outbound dialing free for seven days. Go to batchdialer.com forward slash Dave or use code Dave when signing up. Reach anyone, anytime, from anywhere. Make and receive calls from anywhere in the world using your online browser. Maintain a local presence while working remotely by using local area codes and local phone numbers. You can even get your virtual assistants to do this for you. Head on over to batchdialer.com forward slash Dave or use code Dave at checkout to receive unlimited outbound dialing free for seven days. Welcome back to the Discount Property Investor Podcast. Our mission is to share what we have learned from our experience and the experience of others to help you make more money investing like a pro. We want to teach you how to create wealth by investing in real estate the Discount Property Investor way. To jumpstart your real estate investing career, visit freewholesalecourse.com, the most complete free course on wholesaling real estate ever. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome back, guys. Your host, Michael Slane, and co-host, David Dodge. Hey, guys. How are we doing, David? Doing awesome. Awesome, man. I am excited to get back to podcasting. Dave and I have made a New Year's resolution to start putting out more content because, again, we've done so much in real estate. Real, Real estate has given us so much that we want to give back. That is one of our big things, and we want to produce more content uh, on in the podcast, for the podcast, uh, out there on YouTube. Uh, both of us have uh, YouTube channels. We've got the Discount Property Investor YouTube channel, and we're just trying to produce uh, more content and you know more quality content, stuff that you guys actually get stuff out of. In that spirit, we're very excited to announce what we've done is put together... Another book. Another book. All right, guys. What's cool about this book? (laughs) What's cool about this book, though, uh, it is available. You can find it on Amazon. It's called The Three Pillars of Wholesaling Real Estate. Uh, It's a very quick read. And it is, uh, again, it's kind of like the cliff notes of wholesaling. That's That's kind of the way I'm talking about it and saying, you know, it's a short book. It's a quick read. But it's the cliff notes of wholesaling real estate. Again, it is for purchase on Amazon. You can get the Audible version. Uh, we'll put all those out there as well. They're, they're, we're working on getting those published right now. You know what but I like you, about this? You movie? can also get it for free. That's yeah. what. Uh, and they, this, Let's this, talk about that real quick. Yeah, this could be very limited. This could be very limited. Uh, we're giving away the three pillars of wholesaling real estate book, one hundred percent free, on our new website. We're going to talk more about the new website in uh, another in the episode. Next episode. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, but on discountpropertyinvestor.com, if you uh, create an account, you're able to then access. It's called a course, and it's free to create an account. By the way, free to free to create an account. You're able to access a free copy of this. You're able to download it, uh, so you have it forever, uh, 100% for free. So again, that is again what we're talking about: free stuff. We're kind of the inventors of giving stuff away for free. The free wholesale course. We've we like got to do free stuff. The free landlord course. We're giving you away a free book. Uh, again, it it's not the best business model. Let me tell you, it is not the best business model. But hey, 
it works for us, man. We, you know, we really like. I get so many people reaching out to me though, Mike, mm-hmm. on Instagram and Facebook. I mean, I'm talking daily. Mm-hmm. Uh, saying, "Hey, I just took the free wholesale course. I just took the free landlord course, or I just headed over to the new website, DiscountPropertyInvestor.com, which we're going to talk about in the next episode." And people are loving it. They're loving the free content, and uh, you know, it just makes me really happy to get these messages from people. So, guys, if you've taken one of these courses or you know let's say that you're new and you haven't go check them out and send mike and i a message after you you, you take them yeah or leave us a review leave, leave us, us a, a comment, or a comment because share the course we really want to make it better too so sometimes i'll get feedback and i'll be like you know what that was actually really good feedback one of the one of the things that i think probably came from feedback dave is that cash offer contract yeah. So we had a free yes. con- we had a contract in the free course. We're getting off topic here. I mean, we're supposed to be talking to three pillars. Let's get back to it. <laughs> That's right. We had a free contract, and we decided, or Dave did. He said, "You know what? I'm going to make this a little bit cooler." And at cashoffercontract.com, and that's also in Discount Property Investor. It's going to forward you over here. Cashoffercontract.com. You can actually generate and send a cash offer to your seller from your email. So we're using our systems to generate a contract for you, sends it out to your seller. Guess what? Pillar number two is Ooh, in the three pillars, Dave. Right. Pillar number two is make offers. So again, had to tie it back in. All right. That's right. So let's talk about the three pillars. The first pillar of wholesaling real estate is well, here, what? Before we jump into that. Sure. I really like the this book uh, because it's only 50 pages, guys. It's it's kind of a booklet, right? Yeah. The last, do we have the other books here? Give me, yeah, give me those. Do. Give me those. Oh, man, we got a Bible. So, yeah, these are Bibles, right? So the first one that we wrote, The Ultimate Guide to Wholesaling Real Estate, this one is 274 pages, 273 pages. That was our first book? That was our first book, Very right? Very exciting, you know? And it's a great book. The next one that we wrote, the Burr method, ended up being three hundred and seventy-two pages. Yeah, massive. So we, we, we gained a hundred pages, basically. Massive books. So yeah, I mean, you can see if you're watching the video. I mean, you can you can see the first two are very very thick, and the third one in the center there. Oh yeah, you know, fifty oh, yeah. pages. But it's the right. It's the cliff. Notes. But see, here's the thing. I like I like this better. Because it's it's more to the point, and the three pillars are what we are what Mike and I like to refer to as the money making activities, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, and that's another thing. You know, we were I was on this clubhouse call. I don't know if I was talking about this in this episode or the previous one, right? But and I had a lot of people that hey Dave, you know, what's clubhouse? Clubhouse is an app, and uh, it's just kind of a new social media. So it, it's really, it's really, that's all, just that's all that matters. Anybody yeah. who hasn't heard of it. But anyway, I was on there the other day and there's a lot of people that are just doing all this stuff with their business and they're, they're in analysis paralysis, right? They're, they're kind of stuck between trying to figure out what to do next. And that's kind of where the three pillars, you know, came into play for Mike and I, because we have a lot of students that they don't know where to start. So the three pillars, let's let's basically tell everybody what the three pillars are. Pillar number one, marketing to motivated sellers, guys. It's it's where everything starts. And if you and if you are basically sitting around thinking, well, I need to get a website, I need to get a business card, I need to get an LLC, right? These things are, 
I would say necessary, but they are not something that you need to do deals, right? If you want to operate a business, then you definitely want to have these things. They're almost not even necessary. But but yeah, necessary is maybe the wrong word, right? They're, They're things that I would recommend, put it that way. But you don't need a website. You don't need business cards. And you definitely don't need an LLC to wholesale houses, hmm. right? And people get, get caught up on this and they want to get their logo and they want to do all this stuff, right? That doesn't put a motivated seller on the phone with you or get you in their house, right? It doesn't get you on the appointment. So we've tried to basically simplify the process for the beginners, right? For people that are kind of getting into the space or even people that, you know, are just having trouble doing more deals, right? Focus on these three money-making activities. Number one was marketing to motivated sellers. And we have a couple different chapters in that particular pillar. I would say that that is probably the bulk of this book, guys. It really is. Is the first pillar. is marketing to sellers because it's so important. That's right. It takes up a a good portion of the book. Mm -hmm. And we'll go into a bunch of different ways that we uh, market to sellers and what's working right now. So, Dave, you want to hit on those real quick? Yeah. So there's just a couple strategies, yeah. guys. Is you know driving for dollars. We talk about that and how you can how you can get started and how awesome it is and how easy it is to get deals. And I mean, literally, Mike and I's three biggest deals to date have come from driving for dollars. We yes, talk they about, have. We talk about bandit signs. We talk about cold calling and cold texting. We talk about direct mail, and we talk about referral marketing. Here's the thing. There's like probably a hundred different ways to go about marketing to motivated sellers. And if we were to give you all hundred ways, it's just going to create analysis paralysis. So we kept it simple. We just used five of the, of the strategies that Mike and I use the most, basically the ones that give us the highest return on our investment, right? So that's pillar number one. Mike, pillar number two, you had mentioned it, make an offer. I did, man. It's make an offer. So we we're talking about our cash offer, contract.com. Uh, the Talk impo- about the MAO, which is big deal. Hundred percent. Yeah. So we we do. We go into details about. Well, we didn't talk about cash offer contract in the book. I don't even think we put that in there. Oh, we did. Great. We did. It's in there. So this is this book was published uh, twenty twenty. Uh, so again, I'm gonna call it January. Let's call it twenty twenty one. I mean, again, we're we're literally just launching this right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is brand new. So hopefully we've got all of our stuff updated and we'll still edit and and update. You know, as we see errors. So the second pillar. So first pillar, David mentioned marketing, marketing motivated sellers. sellers. So what do you got to do next? Again, this is getting out of analysis paralysis. This is getting out of uh, your own way. And what do you do to make money? You have to make offers. If you talk to someone on the phone, if Dave and I are talking and Dave says, hey, I got a property I want to sell. And I say, oh, cool. And he's like, yeah, I'm not quite ready yet. Maybe, you know, a couple weeks or whatever. And I say, oh, right on. Well, maybe I'll follow up with you. And I don't make Dave an offer. Guess what? We made no progress. None. Zero. We, I literally just, Dave just raised his hand and I said, oh, cool. Well, yeah, literally, literally said, I do want to sell. Not today, but but some point in the future. Well, but I do. Soon. Yeah. Soon. Right. And no offer was made. Boom. Terrible. Terrible idea. Yeah. So you always got to make those offers. And we always recommend putting them in writing because then that seller has something to look back at. People keep stuff. You'd be surprised. We send out marketing pieces. Dave and I, to this day, get calls on our personal cell phones from marketing we did, what, five, six, seven years yeah. ago now. Yeah. Like, it, I... People put it in that little junk drawer, right? They put that postcard there. Or I've even been on appointments, Mike, where our postcard is magnet to the fridge. Like awesome. It's on the refrigerator. Awesome. It's really fun walking through the house, seeing your marketing message on somebody else's fridge. 
And I'll often ask them, you know, when did you get that postcard? And sometimes it's like three, four years ago. Yeah, like, I don't know. Saved it, right? It's been up there. It's been yeah. up there, right? So, so again, marketing to sellers, then you've got to make offers. So, again, if you're spending time or money generating those leads to talk to sellers, you've got to make offers. This is the thing that's, pro- that's going to make progress in your business so that you can get deals under contract and then sell them. That's right. So you can cash a check, make money. So that's it. I mean, I don't think we well, need to go two. too much more that's pillar two. into making offers. And pillar three, guys, the final pillar. And this is the secret sauce. And this is the secret sauce. It's just following up, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it's, it's that simple. But these pillars, again, I'm going to reiterate, these are the money-making activities, guys. So, you know, there's lots of other things that you can do, but they might not be money-making activities. These are the top three money-making activities that... Mike and I have used basically to wholesale like 600 houses, give or take, right? So marketing to sellers is where it starts. It's where it begins. You're going to have a lot of trouble finding a motivated seller if you're not marketing directly to homeowners, right? You know, we bought about 100 houses last year, give or take. The year before was give or take about 100 as well. I think they were both in the 90s. And the amount of deals that we bought off the MLS, like meaning that they were on market, listed houses, with an agent or a broker for sale was like three or four, maybe maybe five, guys, out of 100. So you're talking less than 5% of the deals that we buy in our own market were listed properties on the market. The other 95% were direct to the seller. And the beautiful thing about going direct to the seller is you are able to exchange a bunch of convenience for a discount from those individuals. Now, the thing about real estate agents, you know, I love working with real estate agents if they are able to bring me a a pocket listing or let's say that they just have a listing but they know that the seller is willing to take a discount. It's great, love working with agents. However, I don't wanna be negative. (laughs) (laughs) However, agents are typically selling their services to a homeowner. And what does that service look like? Well, it's, hey, I can get your house listed up on the MLS and we're going to be able to get you retail or close to it, right? So, you know, oftentimes these these agents or these brokers that are working directly with sellers, you know, they're kind of promising that they're going to be able to help these people and, and get them as much money as they can. And that's really why we don't do a whole lot of, or I should say, spend a whole lot of time you know, trying to buy houses off the MLS because it's kind of counterintuitive, right? We're looking for discounts, guys. The name of this podcast is The Discount Property Investor, right? That's what we do. We buy properties at a discount. And the best way to do it is to go direct to the seller. So that's really the marketing, right? That's where it comes in. Direct to seller is going to give you the best chance of finding somebody that's motivated. And here's another thing, you know, I said it earlier, we, we trade convenience for a discount. You guys have probably heard me say this before. What does the convenience look like? Well, typically it's cash. doesn't mean it's our cash. It's rarely our cash, but it is cash. Um, quick is a big one because agents don't typically get deals done quick. They, they may get it sold right away, but then you still have 30 to 45 days typically of contingencies or financing, so on and so forth. And then last but not least, as is. That's, that's the last piece of convenience that 
that we typically provide. Now, there's other things, of course, but those are kind of the main. It's like the, the 80 to 90% of it, right? Cash, quick, and as is. And when you list a property that needs a ton of work on the MLS, you know, you're going to have a lot of buyers that are going to be getting a loan from a bank, and the bank may not lend on those properties that, that need a ton of work, right? So we do have a lot of convenience whenever we are approaching these individuals, but marketing to them is the name of the game. And I don't really care if you're driving for dollars or you're using bandit signs or you're cold calling or texting or using direct mail or you're doing referral marketing or a number of other things. There's about 100 different ways to go about marketing for motivated sellers. At the end of the day, though, right, at the end of the day, the goal is to get the seller on the phone. If you, excuse me, if you send a postcard, they're going to call you or they're going to go to your website and they're going to fill out a form and then you're going to call them. Let's say you're doing Facebook or, or, or Google AdWords, right? Those are typically web forms or they'll drive you to your website and they fill something out. So that information comes to you. Well, what do you got to do next? You got to call them, right? Um, if you're doing bandit signs, you're putting your message out into the universe to to say, hey, I'm looking to buy houses and you know we'll, we'll close quick and they call you. So don't forget though that at the end of the day, all of your marketing efforts are designed to get a seller on the phone with you. Do not forget that. It's very, very important. All right, moving on. Pillar number two, making offers. Guys, Mike said it the best earlier, right? If you're on the phone with somebody and they have interest in selling, make them an offer. I mean, this is like one of the things that I feel like most of the students that, that you know, that come to us are lacking. It's, it's actually kind of funny. Most of the students that come to us, they already know most of this business, right? But they're not making offers. And that's one of the things that Mike and I do to help people. We say, hey, you know, we had a student that came on board a couple months ago and he hadn't made an offer yet. And he had been through, he had read several books, he had bought multiple courses online, but he hadn't made any offers. And one of the things I remember saying on our intro call is, you know, dive into the coursework, let's get you started there to kind of get you the basics of, you know, what wholesaling is and kind of how this business works. And, you know, we'll circle back in a day or two once you're done, let us know. And he went through the whole course and he was like, man, I didn't really learn a whole lot. And I said, well, then what the hell are you doing hiring us? <laughs> and he goes, because you guys are doing deals and I just want to do deals. And I said, okay, cool. Well, you know, obviously we're, we're happy to have you, but let's talk about this. So what kind of marketing are you doing? And he wasn't doing any marketing. And more importantly, I said, how many offers did you make today? And the answer was zero. How many offers did you make this week? The answer was zero. How many offers did you make this month? The, 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 the answer was still zero. And I said, how many offers have you made this year? And it was still zero. So making offers is super important, guys. You know, you can do all the marketing in the world, but if you're not making offers to people, all of that time and money that you spent on that marketing is worthless. So you've got to make offers. And there's a really simple way to go about making offers. Um, we have example contracts in uh, freewholesalecourse.com or over on discountpropertyinvestor.com. But we also have a really, really cool tool called cashoffercontract.com. And this is basically a web form that you can fill out that will generate an offer and email that offer to your seller from your email address and CC you on it. 
Go check that out. It is a game changer, right? Mm-hmm. And then last but not least is the follow-up. Mike, I'm going to let you take over with the follow-up, and uh, we can actually pull up some statistics here that will really help. Dave loves this stat oh, about follow-up. These. He loves this stat about follow-up. So uh, follow-up is our sales advantage because both Dave and I are super, super persistent, I would say. Um, neither one of us is a typical salesman. Like, I don't think either one of us comes across. I mean, look, look at the way, if you're looking at the video, like, we wear T-shirts most of the time. We're comfortable. Yeah, not, you know, we don't wear a suit. We don't sure. We don't dress to impress. We don't, uh, we're not flashy. We're not, uh, I don't say, I don't think we're, uh, what's the, what's a salesman, um, you know, uh, stereotype. I mean, it's not us. Salesman. Yeah, it's not a, it's not us, man. Stereotype. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think of like nicer sales, you know, like, right, but whatever. Right. We, we're not that kind of, we don't come across like that. Both of Dave and I, our approach to sales is how can we help you? Because again, we're buying a house from someone. So our objective is, Hey, what can we do to help you out of this situation or this problem that you're in with this property? How can we help? Here's what we can do for you. Uh, if that works, we'd love to help you. And again, that's what we do, but we follow up. That's the difference between us and everybody else. Again, we we probably lose deals because we're not closers. You know, we don't. Well, I'm not going to say we're not closers. We are definitely closers, but we we are not uh, high pressure. I guess would be the right way to say it. Uh, our our objective, more so than I'd say, even making uh, money for ourselves, is to find win-win solutions for us and the seller. Uh, so that we can all win. And we do that by following up and trying to solve uh, problems. What you got? You need to edit the uh, page numbers. They're yeah, off a I don't bit. know how to do that. So. That's all right. We'll mess with that later. So one thing I do want to mention before we wrap up, guys, um, there is a difference between following up and chasing. All right? And I just want to highlight this just for a minute or two here. Following up means that you are going to call, text, email, maybe even go knock on somebody's door that you know that's interested in selling. It is somebody that you've either been in a um, been on a call with already or you maybe have been on an appointment with already or maybe you've even sent them a contract already. And you're following up to figure out, you know, what's holding up the situation, right? Um, are you still trying to get inside? We'll follow up to get that appointment. Are you trying to get that contract signed and you maybe already sent it to them? Follow up, see if they got it, see if they have any questions about it. Um, or just in general, if you're just, you know, trying to get a hold of somebody, that's following up. But I don't want that to be confused with chasing people, right? So, you know, one of the things that Mike and I are really good at is you know, we let people know that we are investors and that we don't pay retail. It saves a ton of time. And I don't want to basically be following up with individuals that aren't motivated, right? If somebody's asking full retail for their property, you know, is that really worth the follow-up? Well, maybe, but maybe not, right? So definitely want to, you know, just highlight that there is a difference, though, between following up and chasing people. What ends up happening when you start chasing people is, you know, they're not, they don't need to sell. They may just want to sell. There's a big difference there. And if somebody just wants to sell and you're not able to get a good deal on it, you're just going to be spinning your tires. And I know in the beginning, you know, before I had done a bunch of deals, I was chasing people left and right, just saying, hey, I'm looking to buy. 
And I wasn't really on the phone with motivated sellers. Though. I was just on the phone with people that had interest in selling, guys. So I just definitely want to highlight that before we wrap up here. Follow-up is very important, but do not confuse follow-up with you know chasing. There's a big difference there. You know, I like to say, or I guess I would define it as, you know, follow up with those people that have interest in selling to where you see that they need your convenience, guys. Simple as that. You want to talk about these sales statistics real quick before we wrap up, Mike? Dude, it's your favorite quote, man. I'm, gonna watch <laughs> I'm right, not going to steal your thunder. You I'll, love this I'll one, up, bro. Guys. You love this one. I'll wrap it up. All right, so Get basically it. look at it this way, guys. 50%, the, the, the real statistic is actually 48. 48% of salespeople, they never follow up with the prospect. Not one time. That's half. 25% of salespeople make a second contact and stop. So they basically follow up once. And only 12% of salespeople make that three contacts, right? So they make the first call and then they follow up twice. You're talking about only 12%. Only 10% of sales people make more than three contacts, guys. That's it. So if you follow up with somebody three times, you've basically eliminated 90% of your competition. Let me say that one more time. If you follow up more than three times with a seller or a property owner, only 10% of people are doing that. So you have eliminated 90% of your competition. Now, let's talk about the number of contacts that it typically takes uh, to, to get a deal, right? So, you know, typically 2% of sales are going to be made on that first contact. 2%. And by the way, half the people stop after that. So, you know, kind of crazy. 3% of sales are made on the second contact. So it's only 1% higher. It went from 2% to 3% from the first contact to the second contact. And here's another crazy statistic, guys. 5% of sales are made on the third contact. So if you call once, you have a 2% chance. You call twice, you have a 3% chance. You call three times, you have a 5% chance of closing the deal. 10% of sales are going to be made on that fourth contact. All right? And 80% of all the sales are going to be made between the 5th and the 12th contact. So if you can take anything away from this at all, follow-up is extremely important. And if you follow up more than three times, you've basically eliminated 90% of your competition. And if you continue to follow up and you get somewhere between, really I would just say over five, Right? You can maybe follow up 7, 10, 12 times. Right? 80% of the deals are going to take that much follow-up. So just to kind of reiterate that, you know, our average deal takes us about four months. And it doesn't mean that you know, every deal takes four months. It just means that the average time frame between a seller calling us or us calling them the first time to the time that we're actually going to be able to close on that deal, get a contract, find a buyer, and close on it, it takes about four months. And the reason that it takes four months is because we are consistent. We are persistent in our follow-up. Well said, Dave. I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up today, guys. The three pillars of wholesaling real estate. Like we said before, we give a lot of stuff away for free, but I'm going to end with an ask today. 
I'm going to ask you guys for something for us. If you like the book, if you go out there and download it for free, even on discountpropertyinvestor.com, you download it for free on our website or you buy it on Amazon. If you like it, if you got anything out of the book at all, please leave us a review on Amazon for the three pillars of wholesaling book. It's going to help us reach more people, which is our ultimate goal. That's right. So again, guys, thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. Check out the three pillars of wholesaling real estate. And please, if you get anything from it, leave us a review on Amazon. Signing off. Thanks for listening to the Discount Property Investor Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please like, share, and subscribe to help us reach a wider audience. To jumpstart your real estate investing career, visit freewholesalecourse.com, the most complete free course on wholesaling real estate ever. We would also appreciate it if you left us a review on iTunes or Stitcher. Thank you in advance for your support. And remember, you make your money when you buy, you get paid when you sell. Now let's go build some wealth.